Welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello, and welcome to People with Purpose. Uh, today, I'm going to build on an episode uh, that was published a couple of weeks ago about intuition. And uh, I've been asked quite a few questions about, about this uh, because I spoke about the five key senses and then the sixth sense being intuition. And a big question that's come out of uh, that uh, from lots of people is, how do you tell when it's your intuition and how do you tell when it's fear? So, you know, so how do you know if you're sort of connecting with uh, your intuition and uh, you know listening to the voice? And I'd spoken in the a previous episode about intuition, about uh, practice, about the importance of practicing, uh, and then sort of connecting and dialing in. But uh, but like I say, people have been asking about how. Um, you can sort of really tell the difference. So I've been thinking and, and doing some research into into how we can we can do that. I've got some some bits to share with you. So the um, the episode where I talk about accessing intuition uh, is episode one hundred and twenty seven, and this is episode one hundred and thirty one. So uh, it's uh, scroll back a few a few to to hear that if you missed it. Uh, so, yeah, so what I'm going to talk about today is how to tell the difference between fear and intuition from the point of view of you know, making those intuitive decisions. That intuition, which is kind of um, a quick response to a situation that you find yourself in. So, intuition or fear? Well, here's the thing. We're born with two fears, two main fears. And the first one of those is falling. So the fear of falling, if you imagine uh, being a baby, um, and I'm sure you can all imagine be, what it was like to be a baby, but you've seen babies flailing their arms, you know, and that whole fear of falling. And that's, that's a fear that we're, we're, we're born with, as is the fear of, of loud noises. And then that then evolves into... Um, the fear of not being enough and the fear of not being loved. So they're the kind of genesis fears, if you like, that we have as, as human beings. Other than that, every single fear that you have, you have learned somehow through some form of experience. So, you know, your, your fear of, of spiders, if you have a sphere of spiders, you could have learned that from seeing how other people behave around spiders or having an experience yourself. Um, the, the fear of heights, all of these fears, the fear of um, public speaking is a fear that you've learned. You know, maybe you had a situation when you were younger where you, you spoke up and others laughed and you felt ridiculed. So you've learned that fear because you weren't born with that fear. You weren't born with the fear of 
of speaking. You were born with a, with a desire to learn how to speak. And that's why you know, most of us do. It's how we communicate. So if that's the case, you know, the fear of falling, the fear of loud noises, and then you know, to follow on the fear of not being enough or the fear of not being loved. If we've learned all those other fears, then it stands to reason that, that we can unlearn what we have learned in the, in the words of uh, a famous little green chap called Yoda, for those who've seen Star Wars. So a way we can do that is to discern, if you like, between what is fear and what is intuition. So what does, what does fear look like? Well, fear kind of manifests itself as a away from energy. Uh, you know, you're sort of um, moving away from stuff. You're wanting to avoid something. So, you know, a, a good way of knowing if it's a fearful reaction to a stimulus or a st external, uh, you know, thing that's happened in, in the environment or whatever it might be, if, if you're feeling motivated to avoid the situation, then it could be driven by fear, or it's most likely to be driven by fear. If you're looking to avoid or step away from, uh, you know, a, a high, uh, a high point, or yeah, ridicule or disappointment or whatever it might be, you know, your motivation is to avoid something, and and. Fear can often come with a um, charged and unsettled feeling of energy. You know, it's kind of, um, people talk about high vibration, don't they? And there's this kind of cerebral, calm, pulsating vibe about being on a kind of a high vibration. This is different to that. It's that kind of tense and... Um, yeah, frenetic feeling. Now, again, it's probably quite difficult to tell between excitement and fear sometimes, but things kind of contract when you're fearful and they expand when you're excited. So there's that little subtle difference. And then the flip side of that, so intuition, that kind of feels like you're moving towards something. So where fear is taking you away from something or trying to avoid something, intuition is almost like an energy that brings you towards, almost like to go back to the Star Wars analogy, the laser beams locked on and pulling you, pulling you in, you know, to towards the, um, the main space cruiser. I'm not all over my... Um, Star Wars airship uh, names, unfortunately. I've retained other knowledge. Perhaps I should dip into my intuition. <laughs> Let's see if I can remember them. But um, anyway, um, so yeah, so intuition is like a pull towards, you know, and um, yeah, you're being drawn towards your, your best interest. Now, 
with intu with intuitive decisions there is sometimes a risk or there is often a risk or a feeling of risk or you're stepping outside your comfort zone so again you can have that feeling of um uh energy because you know you're stepping out of your comfort zone but it's a feeling of excitement more than a feeling of fear it's almost like um like i say rather than feeling like muscles are contracting you're feeling like actually muscles are expanding in your body you might notice that your posture becomes more open as opposed to more closed if you feel like you're you know stretching and growing rather than being fearful and contracting so that's kind of what the energy might feel like you know fear is away from and intuition is towards yeah fear is kind of what you're looking to avoid and intuition takes you towards what you would love even though there might be some risk associated and then also think about that kind of internal dialogue that goes on in your head when you're feeling scared or uh, or fearful the voices inside your head tend to be critical you know your inner critic pipes up and yes yeah, that's why well, you can't do that you're never going to be able to do that and encourages you to stay safe you know um, hold yourself back um, compromise again you know the, the self-talk can be con contracting as opposed to expansive self-talk whereas intuitions inner voice can sometimes be more encouraging and more hopeful and kind of you know well, what if you could what if i can or maybe i can just try and what's the worst that could happen those kind of thoughts go more alongside what an intuitive instinct might look feel and smell like so that's kind of a way of differentiating i guess between the away from energy of fear which is critical and the towards energy of intuition which can be more excited recognize there's a risk but comforts you to let you know that everything's probably going to be okay so that's you know what it kind of looks feels and smells and sounds like but how can you practice this so i've got a couple of examples because like i say a couple of people have asked me for okay so how can you actually really practice this you talk about practicing intuition but but how can you do that well there's two ways and one is the zen way which i touched on in in the previous episode and the other is the ninja approach or the gorilla approach you know g-u-e-r gorilla approach so with both of these ways that you can practice uh, and i'll take them one by one you practice with a closed question now closed questions are good uh, not always uh, but they're good for this scenario because closed questions uh, if you ask yourself a closed question so one that you have to answer yes or no um, then 
Close questions, generally speaking, fire up the the primal fear center of the brain. There is a fancy name for it. Um, I must admit, I've forgotten it. Uh, but um, it's at the front anyway. <laughs> and it's the one that's designed to keep you safe, you know. Um, and so that fear center of the brain is fired up by binary choices. You know, you're forced to make a decision, yes or no. So it's good to fire up the fear center when you're trying to work out if it's intuition or fear that you're employing to make a decision. And you know, have a bit of fun with this. So the Zen approach, first of all, is to uh, close your eyes and to set an intention inside your head to get an answer to a question. So close your eyes, couple of deep breaths, be calm and set the intention to ask yourself a question. So for example, is staying in this job the best thing for my career? Or should I apply for this promotion? They're both kind of examples of closed questions which have a yes or a no answer. You know, if it's a relationship thing, you know, shall I ask them out? Will it make me happy to ask this person on a date? Whatever it might be, choose a question that's relevant for you and set the intention with your eyes closed to get an answer to this question. And then do your best to stay present. And again, I talked this through in the last episode on intuition. And I said, in order to be present, I sometimes focus on my one of my gifts, which is the size of my nose. <laughs> And I've got my eyes closed. I can focus on the air passing in and out of my nose uh, and I can feel the kind of warmth. And it helps me just to be present and to empty my mind of anything else and just kind of just be chilled in the present, not distracted by any other thoughts. And then once I'm all chilled and fully present, I then ask myself this question. So should I apply for this promotion? Yes or no? And then patiently wait and see what pops up and follow whatever pops up first because it's a intuitive response. And if lots of stuff pops up, you get more than just a yes or no answer, then feel free to carry on with those thoughts and to, to write them down. So that's the Zen way of doing it. Now, the second way of doing it, if Zen is not your thing, uh, is the ninja way of tuning into your intuition. So the ninja way is to get yourself a pen or pencil and a piece of paper, lots of puzz. So grab a piece of paper and a pen, and on that piece of paper, <laughs> write down a closed question. So, is staying in this job the best thing for my career? Should I apply for this promotion? Shall I ask them out? Will it make me happy to ask them out? Whatever your key question is that you need an answer to, and write down that key question on 
the piece of paper. And then write yes and write no on the piece of paper underneath below the question. Um, and then put your pen and your piece of paper down and just leave it for a while. Go make dinner. Uh, watch a episode of Friends. Do something to completely distract you. Go out for a walk. Call an old friend and just have a just have a chat. Whatever. Completely distract yourself from the fact that you've written this thing down. And then when later on you come back to that piece of paper, or you might trip over it, or just see it, and you might, you might forget all about it. Grab the pen and write a circle around yes or no as quickly as you can, and really challenge yourself to answer the question yes or no as quickly as you possibly can and that you will probably find is the most intuitive response it's like when you kind of go through these um these questionnaires these personality profilers they encourage you to write down and answer the questions quickly you know even if they're multiple choice multiple guess they uh, they encourage you to do it quickly and uh, the reason for that is because your intuitive response is generally your most honest response. And, you know, all of the fears like, what will they think of me? Or, you know, well, you know, wanting to be like them, all those comparative things, they're the reason why you try and fudge these tests. Even though all these tests are designed to trap you and catch you out and just get to the truth anyway. We think we can fool them. But then again, with ourselves, we can fool ourselves. The easiest person to lie to is yourself. And that is because you're designed to keep yourself safe. And that's what fear is for. So this is not about being fearless. This is just about fearing less and substituting that fear with intuition, particularly for the important decisions. And remember, this is a bit of fun. So look, there you go. How do you tell the difference between fear and intuition? I hope that builds a little bit more on what we talked about in the previous episode on intuition. There's a Zen way you can practice and play with it. And there's a ninja way. And remember, this is just a bit of fun. But also, there is a serious thing behind this, because if you can tune in to your intuition, Instead of tuning into your fear on a more regular basis, then the, de the decisions you will make for your life and for your future will be far improved and you and your mindset will be released from those fears that hold you back incrementally the more you can practice this. So, you know, if you can. Think about the benefits that that could bring. Think about all of those times where you've not been sure if it's fear or if it's been intuition that's been driving the decision. But you know you've kind of you've kind of moved away from an opportunity. Maybe you've kind of moved away from something that could be really good or really exciting, but just a little bit scary. So you haven't done it. You know you could. You could reduce the number of those kind of decisions that you're making in your life, and you could increase the number of decisions which take you towards what makes you excited, what makes you happy. 
cognizant of the risks, recognizing that no decision is risk-free, but reassuring yourself that it'll probably be okay. And you never know, you might get that promotion. You never know in moving on from the role that you're in now, you might find happiness and fulfillment in a different role. And you never know. If you ask them out on that date, they might just say yes, and you'll be ever so glad that you did. So look, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's kind of a tiny noticeable thing, really. A TNT, explosive power, tap into your intuition. You never know, could change your life. Take care. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.